All right, you are about to hear a very special episode of at Scrambling University Podcast. At about the 30-minute mark, Tess Timona drops in, and we continue the conversation about light, beings, inspiration for music, music festivals, all kinds of stuff. If you wanted to hear an interview with Testimona that you've never heard before, hold on tight. This is a great episode. And remember, go to her band camp and sign up. Get the newest single. It's only a buck. What the fuck? Go spend a buck. Come on, do the right thing. Go get her music. Bam! Ha <laughs> ha! You made it to another Scrambling University. Oh, I've been running my ass off this morning. Sorry for being late. Uh, no idea where my rattle went. Shaky, shaky, shaky. I don't know. Fucking, it's around here somewhere. Somebody help me clean up. Or maybe I'll notice when I put my, uh, put that rod through my finger yesterday. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was better. I'm going to try to take the bandaid off it this morning. And oh yeah, arterial bleeding, <laughs> not fun. Uh, but I found some liquid bandage, so that's better. Um, anyway, if you ordered coffee in the last, uh, 48 hours, it is on the way to you today. I got up and uh, got the roaster fired up and got that shit done this morning. Bunch of you guys ordered some dark roasts. Those take extra time. So, yeah, yeah, a couple minutes late. Run, run, run. Get it done. Well, the 15th's coming up, too. So, for the, uh, uh, oh, shit, and I left that over in the roasting room. Ha! Okay, well, that is how we're going to start the show. Well, I was just wondering how we were going to get this done, and I just figured out the sequence. So, here it is. I'm going to launch into the last time that they played light, which was Toronto. Uh, I think it was August uh, was August 12th or August 22nd this year. Don't know. Can't remember all the numbers. It was like 11 and a half minute song. Uh, a good version of it. When they crack into light. You'll hear the beginning of it is distinctive. And they put it in different parts of the set. It's usually a deep second set song, which is where it is in this show. So we'll listen to it, and then I'll go back and put the show on from the beginning. And we'll listen to it in context as I yammer. And ah, at 1230, you're going to get some shit. Okay, so anyway, listen to the song. I'm going to go shut down my roaster so it doesn't burn the garage down. And uh, on with the show. Do do do. And the 
light is growing bright now. I see the future is less and less there, and the past has finished in the end. And I'm left in the now with no wonder it's growing. I think I'm still are stepping stones. Thank you. 
extended jamming from there okay i'm gonna back this up here since this is actually a really good show it'll come back up now uh in its proper place in the show uh hopefully you'll hear it in the background i won't play it too loud no eh, let's see always takes a bit to start and then it gets going um yeah when i put the fish series together for every tuesday it's going to be music tuesday and uh we're going to go through every fish song there is first and then some other stuff well you know what ah, new idea yeah anyway that was the plan but like all my plans they're subject to change until i get a new idea so yeah uh Mostly don't bet the long. Don't don't bet the over. <laughs> bet on it getting done. In form of 
uh, something like the original plan. Yeah, for those of you that didn't see yesterday's show, I was cleaning up real quick, uh, trying to sweep my greenhouse up and the oriental rug that I chill on out here. And the fucking Chineseum snapped on the garage broom and uh, almost snapped all the way through, but not all the way through. Just enough to go back up when the broom went back into place and completely take the middle pad off my finger. Yeah. I got the bleed the stuff yesterday, but when I tried to take the bandaid off today, it opened back up to the big dark purple spurt spurt. And I could see the meat underneath it like moving. So, yeah. But I fucking hate doctors. So, they're going to do the same thing I did. I dumped surgical alcohol on it and, uh, and then I sprayed the piss out of it with liquid band aid. It was funny, the kids like, the oh, liquid band-aid's gonna hurt. And I was like, uh, you beat hurt more than the 99.9 surgical alcohol. <laughs> like, pain is relative. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, shit. So, yeah, liquid band-aid the shit out of it, but it wouldn't really stop bleeding until I put pressure back on it. So, yeah, we're back to the silly band-aid again. Arr, silly band-aid. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Today's topic, light. Yeah, the fucking song. It's one of my favorites. So, it's a Trey song, right? Uh, who's the lead singer, lead guitarist? Right? It starts out, I can see, I can see the light between me and my mind. That first sentence, I think, acknowledges a dualism in mind-body, right? I am not my mind. I am. Uh, also a topic we're exploring on Thursdays and sending the art of motorcycle maintenance. Uh, we haven't got up to this part yet. We're right now going through different epistemologies of philosophies. Uh, I think we're up to chapter five next, this coming Thursday. So if you like that kind of thing, turn into my th Thursday shows. Uh, yeah, so it starts out, I can see the light between me and my mind. So acknowledging acknowledging the separation of the of the meanness and the body brainness. I can feel memories fall behind. And the light is growing brighter now. And the light is growing brighter now. I wrote down question mark dying or ego death, right? Can accept the difference between him, he, the is, the me, and my mind, the relationship to the body, right? And the light is growing brighter, light is growing brighter. I thought that was talking about like the death tunnel. I don't know. And then the next uh, stanza. I, this, I see the future is less and less there. And the past has vanished in the air. And I'm left in the now with the wondrous glow. And I think... 
I'm still me. But how would you know? In the totality. When you hear me say like, I'm motherfucking Starlight in a meat sack. That's what I'm saying. That whole stanza right there. The future is less and less there. Doesn't exist actually. Right? And the past. Right? It's a vibrate. This three-dimensional reality, we are perceiving vibrational states. Objects aren't even really objects. Well, they are in the now. But only that. Yeah. So, when you realize, right, like, I am. <laughs> if you can ever get there, I am. Then you realize, like, you are the glow. Oh, fucking, that's me that's the light. Oh, mm, ah, right? So, yeah. It's like the answer to the first paragraph, right? Being the now, it's the fucking glow. It's the you. And then the next stanza takes a few moments of whirling around before your feet finally leave the ground and fending off fears and heeding the call and finally waiting for nothing at all. That, oh, let's see. What did I even write down? Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. I underline whirling around. It's usually in the middle of that second set. By the time the song gets played, they're in so much rhythmic control of the audience. And usually I've danced myself into a state of perception to go with music. Right? And when it gives you that auditory takes a few moments of whirling around before your feet finally leave the ground. You literally feel like you start to spin and float over the audience and can perceive all the stadium at once in the middle of the vibrating music. Oh, at least I do, right? Uh, and that comes back to like leave the fear and launch. When you finally can break free of the like, oh my God, I'm going to be tripping fucking balls in the stadium of people. Yes, you are. Right? Uh, or whatever. Whatever. Whatever you're like the edge of, ooh, that's scary. Yeah, let's go fucking kick the doors in. Yeah, it ain't. Whatever. And if you die, you die. You're still a fucking flame ball of sunshine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And finally waiting for nothing at all. Fending off fears. Fending off fears. Heating the call. I talked about that. I'm listening to 
finding the survival podcast when Jack was at like episode 20 fucking eight. And really, you know, he's a marketing guru. He wasn't going to call it like lifestyle design for maximum freedom. Right. He called it the survival podcast. Just fucking to get people to listen. It worked because it came up in search engines. I found it. Right. But somewhere around 128 after he'd been rolling for, what would that be? Five weeks? Yeah. yeah. It was a while. It was a year or so in. And he was switched on and fucking right about his philosophy of life. And I had already kicked myself out of my corporate office and built my cool ass office at home. Because <laughs> why not? Uh, but yeah, that was the day he said the same fucking thing. Yeah, sorry, scrap, sorry. Yeah, fending off fears, heeding the call, and a final waiting for nothing at all. Don't fucking wait. Don't be scared. Go do the thing that is you. Go do the thing that is you. Don't be a fucking pansy. I heard him fucking say that. So I did it. I did it. Bye, corporate fucking America. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. No. Started a weed farm for cancer patients. Not really a weed farm. More like helping them grow their own shit to a fucking insane standard. And helping them learn how to process their own shit. And just, yeah. I guess it was learning to grow, but it was more like being a fucking teacher in a thing that was legal, but still super frowned upon. Oh, fuck. That's why I got divorced. The ex was like, oh my God, what am I going to, how am I going to talk at the elementary school to the principal about what my husband does for a job? I was like, well, that cocksucker doesn't need to know how I get any fucking money, uh, for one. So he can suck my dick. I don't know. He's living on hand as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, yeah. Fucking 17 years ago. Right? It was, uh, yeah. Only fucking bad people would bother to help cancer patients, right? You'd have to be the devil. Devil's lettuce, right? Devil's lettuce. Yeah, fuck them all. Uh, I did what was right because it was right. Period. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never once gave a fuck like Sally Sue fucking homemaker that was like living off sucking dicks because she don't want to go to work. Care. I don't. Or anybody. I don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you were just me in a different meat suit, right? And you got trapped into the whatever fucking situation you got into and trained and controlled and conditioned, right? By the MSM. Most people, right? I mean, think about it. Think of all the fucking bullshit you had to resist to know the truth of entheogenic medicines in the 80s. And, you know, when Nancy Reagan stood up and said whatever the fuck she said, I was like, hey, uh, suck a dick. Only users lose drugs. (laughs) Because it's not really a drug. 
it's a very helpful medicine that will bankrupt all the pharmaceutical companies. But you can't say that. Or the fucking people get really mad that are like paid to control shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, holy shit. Okay. Uh, okay. Hold on. Stand by. Special guest. Ah, remember, I played Tessa's song the other day, and we're going to fucking get that out right now. Because she's in the green room backstage, and I'm sure you're going to want to fucking hear this. Oh, wait, where did I put that? Hold on. Oh, Tess, where are you? Do, 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 do. Hold on, you're right there. Okay, we got to kick the fish off here. Bye, fish. Bam. Upstaged. Okay, downloading, downloading. Boom. And here we go. Special cameo guest star. Hey. <laughs> How are you? Oh, fucking great. Good. Wow. I was scrambling around this morning getting coffee orders out, trying not to burn down the house. You know, all the good things. <laughs> all the, Yes, all the important things for sure. Keep the structure standing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah fucking hey, I put a... Oh, yeah. Chinese broom through my finger yesterday. Oh. Uh, I got to test out liquid bandage this morning, though, so that was good. <laughs> that is good. I mean, hey, there you go. I like your background, too, by the way. That looks mighty familiar. Oh, uh, this one never. This one didn't travel. The other ones. Uh, this one. Hold on. Dude, 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 dude. I got all these pull-down sets. That one? Yeah. yeah that, that was in the back when I, uh, oh, I saw Easy Peasy uh, interviewed you. That was great. Yeah, dude, that was dope. And we, like, I filmed part of it. We were standing in front of all your stuff, all your tapestries, everything. That's, I saw it come by the YouTube stream. I was like, whoa, that's my tapestry. Back up, back up. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Oh, we should back up. Okay, everybody. This is Testimona. She was the headliner at SRF that brought the house down. <laughs> it was her song that I played Wednesday that we got for Friday, Friday. That we got to release because uh, you dropped it at midnight and I played it at noon. So <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think uh, Jackie pushed it out over at RTA and like, boom, boom, it's getting out. How's the sales? They're going well, actually. Something I fucking really appreciated is that people were bu are buying it on Bandcamp, too, which is. Like I, I just, I, that's, I appreciate all of it, but it's, it's so dope when people like go the extra miles and just be like, here's an extra couple of dollars. <laughs> right, right. Oh, oh, okay. And then we talked about you uh, playing it on a podcast mm -hmm. so it could just be out in the podcast universe so people could tip you on fountain. Have you been getting any Satoshis? Yes. So remember how we had that like weird mix up where I was like, what the hell? I thought somebody else claimed my channel. So I was yeah. like, why can't I access it? Cause I looked and I was like, I have Satoshi's like from a couple different people. I'm like, I want them. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't want someone else getting into my wallet. So, uh, so I had to call them. They were super helpful, but they like totally. Connected. You got to an actual human? Yeah. Oh yeah. We, we Whoa. actually, uh, video chatted and I screen shared with him and he like showed me what to do on my end. And then he had to do some manual stuff on his end, but then now everything's straight. And he actually like, as a test run, he sent me just Satoshi. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, like, I was thinking he was going to go on there now. Huh? 
you're a channel on there. I don't know what the difference is, but he upgraded you to something. Yeah, he made it so like my uh, my personal account and my actual channel were linked because for some reason they weren't. Like, I don't know why. He he didn't either. But, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm stuck. It's working now. And so I did actually, I've, I've actually done two podcasts since then, but both times that the first one, I took your advice and I put the whole song on there so you can hear the whole thing. And then if people want to hang out, I give, oh, hey, lots project. Oh my God. Okay. I totally need to get back to those two, Chelsea. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, then I gave the whole backstory, all the tea. And that has just been like exploding in this weird universe of magical what the fuckness and so it, there's just there's a lot going on with that track and i'm just like ah oh, lord so i've had to i've had to podcast a lot about it and be like all right look we're just gonna have some fireside chat and we're gonna get into some shit so i, I just love the whole episode you did about it about how your voice coach was like i don't think you want to talk about this down there and you're like fuck it i'm doing it yeah, that was a uh, that was everyone's favorite piece of trash, which I cannot wait to shoot a video for and release. But that was the one that I was the most insecure about playing on the set because I'm like, am I gonna scare people? Because that song is intense. And th then when I did, I saw people darting in from like the sides of the tent. I think they were in the camping area, and I just saw people running in, and I was like, holy shit! Like they're not scared. And then when I finished, I was like, I told you it was going to get crazy. And someone was like, be even crazier. And I was like, oh, my God, I love everybody here so much. <laughs> I think, and did you hear Nicole's like after action yesterday or the day before? Um, she's definitely down for like expanding the music part and just like, yeah, people came together. Like, Yeah, they that was a big deal. Like, I, I felt super honored to be part of the first SRF where they incorporated music, which, by the way, thank you, because at Float Fest in Texas, you're the one that introduced me to Nicole Sauce. Ah, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so that literally is how Nicole and I met is because I met you in Texas. And then in Texas, I noticed there was a self-reliance festival coming up. I'm like, cool. I don't know anyone in Tennessee. I'm just about to move there. I'm going to go. And that's how this all started. All and right. then it happened again and there's music and I'm performing and then you're there. And I remember I was sitting next to Chelsea because she was with me at Float also. She's like, dude, that's fucking Brian from Float. I was like, no way. And so, so yeah, it was, it was amazing. Well, I owed her teaching at an event before the whole vid thing. And then it all went down and my mm -hmm. plane, I can't fucking fly in Alaska anymore. Oh, fucking dickhead. So, hey, I, anyway, <laughs> oh yeah, I got balanced. Yeah. Anyway, I'm working on getting that back. I don't know if I want it back. <laughs> getting the what, getting the what back? Oh, Alaska. I can't, I can't fly Alaska right now. Cause I did well. I was asleep, but I allegedly didn't comply with the mask thing. Unknown. <laughs> but I like you can't yell at sleeping people. That doesn't make like fucking. So yeah, it's it's in dispute. <laughs> oh my god, that's uh, uh, but it's. Yeah, I, know, I remember they, flying they during during uh, the vid, and I would just take my mask off, and but I just like put my head down and like go to sleep, and then I'm gonna go. <laughs> it up and this flight attendant just looked at me and I we just kind of like made eye contact oh, yeah. and just kept walking <laughs> oh no that was the one I made eye contact with the crazy chick across the aisle 
who's like the freaked out triple mask, like oh, shaking yeah. in her seat. And as soon as I made a whatever I was doing wasn't good enough, she just kept calling the stewards. So like I'm like I'm just done from there because now I like nothing can be good enough. Oh my god. Damn, so you got ratted out by another passenger? People oh, yeah. are fucking oh, yeah. crazy, dude. I'm like, you realize that you're in like a tube of shared air. Like, what the fuck is like this gonna do? It's like, it's not like you're wearing a fucking uh, gas mask. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. People don't think, but like, that is a tube of recycled air for a prolonged period of time. If anyone oh. has anything, everyone's getting it. I don't give a fuck what it is. Yeah, it was always been like that. That was always like the bane of having to fucking fly. Oh, yeah, oh. I know. I know. Especially those long flights. Like if you go international, it's like enjoy the next fucking ten hours, and you're just like, oh god, god. yeah. You kids don't even fucking. Know. They used to smoke on the planes. Like Dude, that's crazy to so me. So back like, in the day, you have my old, you have my oldest cousin that worked at Boeing. That was. When they used to remember how that one uh, roof flew off that Hawaiian jet like 20 years ago, like the part yeah. of the because there's micro cracks from going up and down, up and down, up and down the aluminum cracks. So now they well in the old days they used to roll them in. They would just sit there and look at the plane, and wherever the cigarette smoke was leaking out, they would go weld it up. Ta-da! Super easy. Now there's nothing to show them where the cracks are. They have to like micro radar the fucking skin to find out where the cracks are and try to fix them i'm like mm, maybe they should bring smoking back on planes then if it's like helping the plane be my i mean i guess it's, it'd be safe you, right? you get like every like 30 a flight it's like a clam bake flight all the free weed you can smoke <laughs> i know or they should just be like we're just testing for micro cracks everybody light anything flammable please to keep this is to keep us safe <laughs> that would be fucking awesome Oh, oh look, God. we got more people dropping in. Oh, fuck. This is going to be the most viewed one ever. Yeah. I did, I did go out and spam a few places that we were going to have a cameo. Oh, hey, should we play your song that you just released? The, uh, you well, we, we totally could. We totally could. Okay, there's well, massive tea behind this song, you guys. And it, the saga continues. Like, it's there's more songs to back it up. It gets crazier. This is the... <laughs> This is the ease into it. It's a more mellow, but it gets fucking crazy. So good. So it's gonna you're gonna get release the rest of them as we go. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm we're we're doing videos right now. So oh, okay, I'll be quiet though. I guess. You say that So gracefully, oh, no. 
that I was met with a side of you I'd never seen. Maybe the signs were always there. Hope can be blinding. Two tumbleweeds, you felt like home to me. I was struggling, thought I needed to leave you It's definitely slower than most of your other stuff. More like blues, jazz club. Oh, yeah. Fucking A. Yeah, it is. Like, I love blues. Like, a lot of my uh, new unreleased stuff is, like, blues and hip-hop fusions or, like, kind of blues-rock-hip-hop combo. But that one was definitely more, like, even lyrically and emotively just fucking... Because it's, it's sad, you know what I mean? So it was yeah. just very, like... Just okay. I'm about to show all the emotions that I go to every length to hide. <laughs> okay, now how was the move from like Cali? Then I saw you in Texas, and you're on your way out to Nashville. Has Nashville been this like a different change to your head or life or what? How's that been? Yeah. So so yeah, I was in LA. The lockdown happened. It was a fucking nightmare. So I did go back up to Oregon, which is where I'm from had to get my money back up and get kind of, and I had to, you know, shot a few music videos and then got ready. I was like, all right, Nashville's next. So I packed up my Honda. Um, Chelsea here is in the chat. She helped me Tetris put all my shit in my Honda. <laughs> and um, I just drove the five days out there and then I went to Float Fest 
uh, that was amazing. Like, cause I had never been to anything like that. And that's literally why I moved is, I mean, I wanted to be near a music hub, but like, I also would like to have access to firearms without somebody being up my ass or just telling me no. And I wanted to be around more freedom minded communities. So like float fest was a, just a dream. And then I get out to Tennessee and it's like, it's nuts because I've been all over the state. So it's like Nashville's its own vibe, Franklin's its own vibe, Camden's its own vibe, Chattanooga, Knoxville, and then everywhere in between those places. It's just, it's crazy. But the people that you meet out here are like, it's the, it's the community for me. It really is. And there's, there's never a shortage of opportunity. I'm never married to like one location. I'm kind of a rolling stone, but I fucking like it so much better out here than where I was. Nice. So it's, it's, I mean, it's been, uh, it's had challenges. Like obviously, as you just heard in that song, cause that song, like I just made that song and then dropped it. So yeah. there was, you know, there's shit like that. Uh, but like, that's just life. Uh, but other than that, it's exceeded expectations on, especially when it comes to music on, on all fucking fronts. And I, not, this is coming from someone who was in LA, but in all fairness to LA, I was there for 10 weeks and then we locked down and everything was shut down. So like, I didn't really get to have a regular LA experience. I had yeah. locked down, like we're arresting you if you go outside past. So it was more like Oregon, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oregon today. Cause I did go back up to Oregon for about 18 months. Cause I, I did lose like fucking everything when that pandemic hit. Um, but that's okay though. Uh, that's okay. That's all right. You know, shit happens. I had to, I built it back up. And then with the little amount that I had, I just got out here. And it's just been, I don't know, things have just worked out in ways that I, I could not have come up with in my own head. No. Like it's just, the magic of the universe is Such just a trajectory and just fucking yeah. put the blinders on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew I had to get the fuck out of there. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I feel like I live in a graveyard, you know, like it just is, it was, it's, it's not a pleasant place for me personally to be. Everyone has their own experience um in my hometown but i personally i'm like i can't be here anymore like i gotta get the fuck out of here so i did <laughs> yeah it's interesting changing geography i like i moved like five times when i was a kid like completely different states and scenes mm -hmm. all together so yeah getting to change the like punch out and poof, new poof when you get there <laughs> like who do you want to be this time <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a trip. It really is. Like, I mean, I guess the only places that I've lived long term, because I did live in New Mexico for a tiny bit, but that is like a different. So it would just be California and Oregon and now Tennessee. And I'm just like, yeah, I love like just going all over the place. I love traveling. I, I fucking love it. I love being yeah, on the moon. West Coast is a good it's it's a good vibe if you stay away from judgy people. <laughs> Mm -hmm. It's out here they judgy, but then they send the fucking blue troops. And back there they seem to like judgy, but then just it stays there. Like, okay. You can yeah. think any fucking thing you want as long as you don't fucking send shock troops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's 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 definitely uh it's a much different culture. And I also love how there's you would think this would be like huge where I came from, but it is so the the culture of people who appreciate farmers, food production, farmers markets, um, 
they get connectivity of it yeah, all. Yeah, the, the right. permaculture, like all that. Like I love that. I love that. Like going to a grocery store now is like, oh, like it's gross to me. Like I don't want to do that. Like I'm like, no, I want to know went like who made this food or whatever i want to know who raised this animal that i'm not now about to eat so um oh yeah somebody asked uh was tennessee on your radar before you visited um yes and no so originally it wasn't but then because i everybody everybody i don't know if y'all remember this but during the pandemic everybody was like mass exodusing to texas so i was like maybe texas I went and visited Texas. Granted, it was Austin, and I was kind of trying to get away from that vibe. So I was like, fuck this place. So I like left early. I was like, I'm not living here. You don't want to just go to LA light. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, I was like, dude, what the fuck? This is not at all it. For, for me, you know, for other people, they might like it, but it's not what I was looking for. So then I was like, well, what about nashville what about you know that's a music hub and you know tennessee seems dope and there's like a lot of artists that i really like that live out there and like they seem to like it so i went i just went and visited um last january i was out i just visited for like four days just to see because i had never been to tennessee let alone nashville and i was like yep like just a hundred percent yes. Yeah. And That's so I, I flew back to Oregon and it did take a couple months for me to like get the money together. Cause like, I mean, it cost me over a thousand dollars in gas just to drive here. So I was like, I'm going to need some, some fucking money. So I had to take some months to get my money up to make the move. And then I showed up and I, you know, I, I it was not a place I knew anybody, but everything just exploded and now i know people and and continue to meet people like all the time because there's just people out and about everywhere and that's what's so what was so amazing to me in january my state was still on a mask mandate still pretty capacity restrictions then i come out here no masks people are out like living their lives like people aren't scared of you they're not like giving you dirty looks because you're not like having your face covered like it was, I'm like, holy shit. It's like nothing even happened out here. So it was, it was really nice. (laughs) I I think it's going to be interesting that you moved there. It's going to affect your music because the people you're hanging around, just the vibe, right? You could, if you moved to Chicago or like a rougher edge city, right? I don't know. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's a valid point because I do notice that like if I even when I'm traveling because I, I just write songs that like all the time. Like if I'm in a place like Hawaii or something, my lyrics are going to be pretty fucking laid back. Like they're just going to be like in tune with the vibe of the land. I'm probably going to ha- draw inspiration from like what's around me out here because I do hang out with so many people that, you know, you would you could describe as, you know, freedom fighters but they're a hundred percent solution based. They're not like panicking and like freaking out all the fucking time. So I try to keep my music. Well, not try to keep it. it that's just like my mindset has changed. So a lot of, a lot of the shit I, I talk about, it's not released yet. Cause I'm like working on albums. So I've really only leaked two songs, it's but like um, builders. They're like, yeah, it's, yeah, it, it is a lot more focused on like, you know, adding value and like bringing solutions to where a lot of my older material was just like venting a lot of rage, basically. <laughs> but you gotta so, do it. I mean, you don't call oh, out yeah. bullshit. 
it's just like it's that debate of like mm, do i just be nice or i gotta fucking I, do, I just do both i'm like whatever kind of mood because like there's that song everyone's favorite piece of trash i talk about some very morbid shit in that song yeah. like it's 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 very very dark um and i just i just made that one too and then the one i did like the like two or three weeks later was in a totally different headspace. So it's just, I don't know. It's just, um, that's a good point though. That is a good point. I think when you're around, when you're around uh, more energy in general, I have found that my creativity flows with greater ease. Yeah, like it, not being stronger. a rapping capital, right? You're finding people that want to support music for music's sake. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like, ooh, I found the hot new rapper. I'm gonna like try to make money on and push through my fucking pipeline. M- maybe that'd just be, be my hopeful thought that you just find your way to the right thing. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I think I've gotten lucky uh, because a lot of people were like, ooh, be careful, everyone's gonna try to rip you off. I'm like, I dude, I lived in L.A. for like a year and a half. Like, <laughs> you think I wasn't around that shit? Like, you lockdown or no lockdown? Like. People are trying to prey on you all the fucking time. Yeah, right. um, that's just how I'm like, dude, like I know how to spot that shit. Like it's, I'm not worried about that, but, yeah. but yeah, it is like you said, I, I just happened to get linked it to communities that are not like that. And, and right. it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. I, I've honestly never been around that many people that just like, didn't that like, weren't trying to fuck you over at all. Like they're, they're just like, yeah, like we like, we like this. Come join what we're doing. Like that's awesome. So. so great. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have a, yeah, it's just like when your motive is just to make money. It's just mm-hmm. fuck. Okay, so like, all the rules are out the window. Spray the fucking pesticides. Nuke the shit. You know, it just it all goes together. Fake music, fake food, fake shit, fake people. Blah. That's a, yeah, a hundred percent fake food, fake people. Yeah, that's a whole nother meaning to you are what you eat. But yeah, I mean, when when people have like you know, I would say inhumane things as their main concern, like how can I just step on next and just make a bunch of fucking money, not realizing that that's the most empty victory ever because you're gonna what get rich and then be by yourself like the yeah, fuck? then you just blow your brains out because you're like fuck, yeah. fuck all these people, I got this shit. I fucking hate this shit, and I fucked all those people. Yeah, now you got to live with it. Um, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or a more coke, right? And boom, the other way. Whatever. It's, yeah. It's the fucking road. That's, yeah. I try to, like, I mean, I was stuck for 20 fucking years on the hamster wheel doing it, doing shit. <laughs> you got trapped one way. I got trapped another yeah no 100 percent. i mean yeah the, the 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 drug shit is a uh, fucking is, is awful is that that's that's just that's just as bad it's, it's so it's so, the money shit but yeah it's the right? same but thing money shit's yeah. more socially acceptable to just be a money whore exactly yeah because <laughs> they, de- they definitely are both very addicting and and you'll see people like doing things that you're like how is how does a human do that it's like well they're addicted to it that's why so it's, yeah, it's their traps for sure. So I'm lucky that I just never, like I have personally not had to deal with it. I dealt, I, I ran into one person and I discovered they were like that. So I ended the meeting immediately and it's like, boom, bye, like done. So it's, it's, it is, if you know how to spot it, it really is that easy. If someone ever gives you like an uneasy feeling and like you think they're not being authentic, fucking run. 
yeah. fucking run. There's eight billion people on the planet. Like no one person is like worth <laughs> holding on to <laughs> for dear life. If you think that they're shady, you know? Yeah, yeah. Change the scene. Change the fucking scene. That's just, ah, don't get trapped. Try shit, right? And yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You're going to go down wrong alleys if you try new shit, right? If you're not just living at home and never going out and never testing the edge, find it out where, where it is and meet yeah. new people. Look at all the great shit. Because you went to float and we bumped into each other. And then I said, hey, you should check out this chick, Nicole. She's a rocker from Oregon. I think that's how it started. Yeah, it is. I think it that's totally how it started. Is. You said Oregon. And I was like, bam. You're headed that direction. You should surely connect. Yeah, um, I know that was like a miracle. I remember too, because I was kind of a little stressed because I thought that I had a housing situation dialed in. And then while I was at float, I was like, oh, it it just fell through. So I'm like, what am I gonna do when I get to Nashville? Like, what the hell? That's like and so that was that was another that's right. I, I was like, you're right, that's right. I was like, at least she's a lady. She'll know lady friends that will have a safe place maybe for you to hang out and, you know, not be, you know, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, oh, fuck, now I remember the field. That was a little spun. <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember talking to you. Uh, Cypher was out there. Yeah. yeah, that was, yeah, it was a good time, man. We served a lot of coffee. That was, oh, that was fun. I'm going to make way more shade next year. More shade. I don't know. I don't think, I think I'm going to go to SRF because it's way long of a drive. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you flew to SRF, didn't you? No, I drove. That you was my, drove? Yeah, my little car was way in the back. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was shit. 2,400 yeah. miles. Yeah. It but. took me, I could have done it in four, but it took me five days because I was like, I'm not trying to like, you know. So, uh, so Hatch is a dealer uh, for, uh, what was the brand of those speakers he had that were just kick ass? Ah, um, dude, I don't know. I know that it was a Mackie soundboard, but I don't know the speaker uh, brand. The speakers, I forgot. Damn, I'll, I'm not, a, I don't, I don't shop by names, but he's like, these are the, like they, and he had two pairs because I think, Nicole had bought the other set. Those were going up to her place. So now they got two sets of those fronts. And he's like, the next thing she needs is a big sub for her place. I was like, good, good. Me too. That's what I need for Squatch Fest. So I think he's going to maybe group buy one on his dealer discount. So for the next SRF, if we both take delivery there, we'll have those dual powered subs to go with the ship. Now oh, my God. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about, uh, uh, and I just hit Nicole to this morning on that SRF website and uh, or the chat and was like, hey, I talked to Hatch after the show for a long time, and he's down for bringing all the pro lighting gear. We kind of worked out a way to rig it up off the poles without hurting the tent. So, I think you should think about becoming their musical director for the spring SRF, and because she doesn't, she has, she can't do another thing. She's yeah, no, there, that's she's got, she's got too, many, too many things rolling right now. So, I mean, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll chat with her about it for sure. I actually um, yeah, I threw it out there today. I was like, man, oh, man, you sure could use this because this music thing can go to the whole next level. And Hatch and I have already gotten an agreement on making the light show a whole thing. If if John and you thumbs up, it will just happen. <laughs> so yeah, seriously, seriously. you volunteer yourself to a position. And then, <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, that would yeah that that would be very interesting. Yeah, because they're doing another one. I actually talked to uh, John Willis this morning that they're doing another one in uh, March, right? That's when it's coming up in March. Twenty was it twenty fourth? Is that is that? I'm gonna look ahead on my calendar just to see. Yeah, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was March. So that's only like yeah, it's like uh, six months, five six months. months, six months. I'm like, ah, oh, it's not soon enough. <laughs> Tennessee though, that's perfect. They're aligning to the equinoxes, right? or the fall and spring because it's perfect weather for tennessee right it's like not yeah well not yeah perfect. coming here in march is uh, it's a little it, on the chilly side but you it, can always yeah. see okay. it might be it's you're still kind of in like potential tornado warnings area but but <laughs> also also though that's camden i forget that because they're not in nashville so is I don't there know. a little low down by that river i'm sure it's a little warmer it's it's but, probably oh camden's definitely warmer than nashville for yeah. sure but, so, but it's not the summer, right? Because the summer, like the summer and fall, you'd, or summer and winter, you'd be too hot or too cold. So them being on the and she said she was she checked alignment with some of the other Freedom Fests for Mid Fest and all that shit. So now they won't be all on the same weekends. It'll be like a, yeah, I, I think her and John really lined it up this time. So da, da, da. that is amazing. Yeah, that's a that, that's a really good thing because. Um, because yeah, we want like everybody to, or even if somebody does come out from the West Coast and they can go. Oh, yeah. 24th of Friday. So that is, I, I, yeah, probably yeah, yeah, yeah. 25th. Um, so they could always do that. And then like, if there was another one, like maybe in Texas the next weekend, they could just stop there and da, 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 da. And we could just get all of these going like, you know, whack-a-mole across the country and just, just make it circuit yeah that would be because i would love to see more i would love to see these events happening all the time well then the whole counter economy is building right and uh i just found out about this whole fanarchy thing uh through the road to autonomy magazine oh uh, fanarchy what yeah so all these drivers that are delivering pallets you know in the sprinter vans for like you ship and other like courier services oh yeah so they're posting up in the vanarchy telegram like hey i just took a load like jersey to dallas going through blah 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 so if you got homemade goods or you know cheese or whatever coffee shit that needs to just get moved to other folks to hubs it's a whole like i, I didn't even know it existed Boom that's amazing yeah so like that's super interesting to me i got to talk to some of my old friends from not old friends but my friends from float because they they're like massively plugged into festivals that i don't even know about either but i love i love it when they allow you to like just vend for free i mean oh if they want to charge a little whatever you know it's not my business but yeah. that's it's so dope when you get to go and sell your shit because uh i definitely i mean aside from merch i have these like super cool they look like hairbrushes, but they're actually three and a half inch steel double-sided uh, dagger knives. Oh, so you can oh, like that's yeah, like that's man. If you yeah, had to work you, like, on the stage after like after the set, I'd be yeah, over here. Like, hey, I'm just gonna just arm the whole audience. Yeah, exactly. So, but they're dope. Like I'm sold out right now, but I'm about to, about to re up. Like I should be back in stock and like like this week. The very first Squatch Fest, our t-shirt vendor fucked us like 24 hours before the start. Like, oh, by the way, I didn't order the shirts. So we literally went to every Harbor Freight and bought machetes for every fucker there. And my friends spent 24 hours staying up, laser etched them all. So as people got there, we handed them real live machetes. 
So we did arm every fucker at the festival with a machete, and there wasn't even a scratch on a human. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god! That's People are so like, I'm like second night. We're sitting around like, do you realize you armed every single person here? I was like, yeah, we're all equally armed. The three foot machete is good. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> hey, that, that's that's evidence right there. An armed society is a polite society. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's, I love it though. I love it. I love it. I love selling the knives. I love that you can get them into weapons, weapons free zones. I'm like, well, no one's going to know. It looks like a hairbrush. Like just carry it around with you. Fuck it. I've done it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, here Chelsea's like solid gold. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, she's got Chelsea a van. Chelsea has oh. some of my knives. Oh, she's got a van. Yeah, Vanarchy. Go check those guys out on Telegram. I don't know if it's yeah, like dude. I want to look into that shit too. I want to go to fucking Vanarchy. Holy shit! If it's a thing, you if it's not public, let me know. Um, RTA magazine. They're always mentioning it on there. If you just say it somewhere, they're like usually like here's a link. <laughs> so here's I a link. I, I think I did look for it. I Find it so, but yeah, yeah, once you know it's there, you know it's there. Oh, I love that. And then it's a bunch of people that work for those, like, kind of like app type things, like you ship because I, I do that, but on a local level, so not like interstate. But I wouldn't mind. I know no, it's great, even local. Like, if you're going, yeah, like, think of our Nashville and Memphis are you're running out to do a show that night. Why not let somebody pay your gas to deliver their freaking like half a side of beef or something under drop a cooler? Like, fuck yeah. Exactly. Drop the cooler. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's super easy. I mean, and it's it's especially in Nashville. I mean, you can make like 25, 30 an hour and it's tax free. So I'm like, well, I'm obviously go but aside from the money that I make from doing like commission stuff or performances, yeah. that's just what I'm doing. Cause I'm like Nice. Oh, you're running shit. I love running shit around. It's yeah, me and Scrappy, DoorDash. It's, it's, it's fun. <laughs> I like it. And it's a lot of, it, it's good money. And I get to make my own schedule and I don't have to do it that much. So it's just like, I'd rather do that than work for what the minimum wage here is $7 an hour. I'm like, who the fuck is surviving on $7 an hour right now? Like paper towels are more expensive than that. Delivery stuff. So fun. well, okay. So we run a nursery. So yeah. I like am duplicating house plants that have a shelf life of forever and they just get more expensive when they get older, right? And, and, or like go run around. So you leave the pinger on until a good one comes up. Like, all right, the house plants don't fucking care. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's yeah, there's there's many, many ways, but I, I just I love anything that's gonna get me unless it's obviously making music for people which i'm i'm doing that right now for a few people's channels and i love that are you flipping people cds while they're in your car are you doing are you doing uh the people thing or the food thing the food thing oh yeah yeah okay like, 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 like grubhub type stuff i was even thinking about dropping coffee samples in the grubhub bag you know when i deliver their shit i, I have the little sample packs I was even thinking about just throwing mine in, but I think it's a terms of service violation, and I kind of like that. Oh, game. probably, yeah. <laughs> if it, somebody it did, bitch, right? Like, 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 yeah, yeah. Most people would be like, "Thanks, man." Like, I know you would think so, but like, oh, some people you never know that. Oh no, you trying to kill me with that coffee? <laughs> I know, or they could they could just be like, "Oh, here's an excuse to get a free meal or whatever." You know, people are weird as hell. I don't know, man. They, like this weird, like let's snitch to all the overlords culture needs to stop. But you know, they'll figure it out. <laughs> the whole like snitching thing, man. Oh yeah, let's talk about that because you were in Oregon. Okay, so here's the deal. 
we're like old deadheads, fish heads, right? So we're in all fuck it. We hung out with like done drugs with fucking how many people in how many parking lots for how many fucking years, right? All mm-hmm. like fucking hating the Poe and thinking it's down low, right? And then the fucking COVID comes and like within two fucking weeks, old deadhead Karen's are like freaking out because we're not freaking out and not buying any of it and like threatening to like call the state on our fucking companies because we're like not like doing like anything like no we're safe as can fucking be all the time (laughs) no seriously i'm not doing anything different because we're always fucking safe so no i can't do anything different so i'm not even gonna like get my blood pressure oh fucking hey so yeah we found out like okay all those people are just fucking status cucks. In this no, hundred percent. Picking their rebels. They just want to do drugs. That's it. That's their only thing. Other than that, they'll just suck the state dick. All of it. it. It shocked me honestly because I and I made a I made a video about this on my fucking TikTok where I was like, "Hey man, serious question." I just woke up one morning and just chose to like just attack people. I guess apparently on the internet, but I was like, "Hey man, serious question." When did the Woodstock generation become lapdogs for big pharma? And then I was just like, and then I just said all this shit. They got so mad, bro. But I'm just like, you guys were all like, fuck the system. Don't tell us what to do. Get out of our business. All of it. All your your greedy ass wars and your pharmaceutical shit. And now you're you're telling people that don't want to take an experimental fucking uh, gene therapy concoction that you hope they die and you hope that they can't get jobs and you think they should all be put into camps. I'm like, when? Explain to me how you went from that to that. Like how much CNN does it take to go from that to that? Like what the fuck? What the fuck? Okay, so I was friends with Bob Weir on Facebook directly, right? And when when they fucking sold all that Grateful Dead logo merchandising to walmart i fucking went off on i went off (laughs) i was like you motherfucker like how fucking rich do you have to get to how how what how much and then well and the other thing was every goddamn saturday night for how many years how many tickets did i buy i stood on the right side of the stage listening to you fucking sing fuck the goddamn government Mm-hmm. Well, the goddamn government every Saturday night, eyes of the world, right? It's all a game. Politicians throwing stones, all the bones. It's all a fucking lie. And then the last cycle, he fucking chooses the side, jumps in, goes with fucking team oppression status cucks, and sells out to fucking Walmart. So yep. yeah. I called him out on Facebook directly because I had a prize like, dude, I paid you how many thousands of fucking dollars to stand in front of you and sing along, fuck the goddamn government. And I fucking meant it. Like, how much did it take for you to sell it? <laughs> I know it kind of showed it really did draw a line in the sand of like who was really in that shit for the cause versus who was in it for the clout or rather recognition or because everyone else was doing it and that is a very sobering fucking realization when you're like oh you actually don't stand for anything other than than what has the longest or coolest looking line that's how you define where you fucking position yourself like you don't even have your own fucking values so 
So yeah, that shit is wild as hell. That they blew my, especially be, both of us being from the Pacific Northwest. Um, I fucking love what Chelsea just wrote. Um, especially yeah. being from the Pacific Northwest, like they even made the Oregon Country Fair. Um, you had to have a vaccine to get in. I'm like, you, you guys are, are you kidding me? Family. You guys like, are rainbow family, bro. Like, like you're like fucking in mud puddles in a stream, like in the park. yeah. Like the fuck? you're gonna want a mask? What? Okay, okay. Like, I, like the dystopia was so fuck. Okay, so the first Squatch Fest, the dudes that came in like two, three a.m. hot, looking for a fucking party. It was so fun because the big hippie. Uh, vending event happens in eastern Washington on that same night and like six months leading up to the first squatch like, dude you know you put that on the same fucking day I was like yeah whatever we're fucking anarchists like those fuckers have like a permit to vend and like she wants a cut and you gotta sign off on the fucking you want to sell the illegal shit and all that fucking bullshit and, and confiscate your blah 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 like fuck it that's not a hippie fest. Like, we are having the real hippie fest called Squatch Fest. Fucking bend what you want, where you want, when you die. I don't fucking want to know what you got. Get a free machete at the fucking entrance. At the door, right? The so, so Arm the audience. Yeah. They, they <laughs> went down like four hours before start. There's like 20,000 people headed over to the fucking desert over there. And the county went up and said like, uh, sorry, COVID in the fucking middle of the desert today. Like, uh, I guess we're going to be closed. And of course... There's 20,000 fucking hippies on the way. Did they go, hey, you got five cops for the county? We think not. No. <laughs> they cocked, shut the door. So these fuckers drove all the way from, like, New Mexico or Colorado or some shit all the way to, like, northern Canada, like, by the border. And got there and the gates locked. So they searched on the internet for any festival and we were it. So, yeah, they were, like, another six hours to the fucking coast. So they rolled in, like, 3 a.m. It was great. They're like, dude, you won't believe what the hippies fucking did. I was like... Yeah, they're not hippies. They're called status cucks. A hundred percent, dude. A hundred percent. There's a form to fill out to vend. It's not a fucking hippie gathering. There's a no. form. I mean, fuck a form. Yeah, that's definitely nothing. That's definitely does not have anarchy or ag ag agorism anywhere fucking written on it. If you got to fucking have a permit. Anyone ask you for a permit to vend out of your car in the parking lot? And yeah, fuck that sell fucking weed in minneapolis no yeah i'm like the whole point is that you don't need permission you're already a sovereign being like like somebody actually said this at self-reliance fest it was uh uh i think her name was nit uh fuck, dude i know her instagram handle is the pharmacist pharmacist but oh like, the pharmacist yeah yeah, yeah but like f-a-r-m but like the so, pharmacist so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's sometimes on the utg after party you pop yeah in. yeah so she she was i loved her talk she was fucking beautiful she gets fired she was amazing i love her but like when she said imagine being so free that you choose bondage and i was like oh like it's like motherfuckers don't even know they don't even know it's so messed up because until i used to travel around the world kind of taking high-end people to go find coffee so until you've like gone and lived in the third world, like in the villages, out on the coffee farms, like no, no, no snake's gonna crawl through the fucking window. Like you can, oh, yeah, what's crazy? They're gonna be trapped in the room with you. <laughs> Go with the flow, dude. Uh, oh yeah, out in the fucking villages, like four hundred bucks a month, and they're like, book, and they think they've hit the lottery for heaven, right? And like, but so you tell people back here, like, dudes, you live in Oz, like this is Oz. 
when they were back in the 1800s. The streets are paved with gold. They are. Like, our fucking poor people have roofs and flat screens and stuff. You don't, you haven't seen, like, living, like, when shit is running out in the street in front of your house. Yeah, no, that's what's, like, so this is actually really weirdly synchronicitous because on the podcast I released two nights ago, I did a full moon podcast. I talked about when I went over to Cambodia. I was in Cambodia for a month. Yeah. And I was I was not there as like a tourist. Like I was there like to do various. I was visiting like different um, villages and like NGOs. And I, I, that was back when I was wanting to like work in um, like, you know, it, like helping people who were being sex trafficked and whatnot. But we in general. Wow. Was, you went back to the source. Oh, oh for sure. Because it's really horrific there. But the culture there. Like those people have nothing. You see people sleeping on fucking slats of wood and every, but the, the culture and the people, I'm not saying they don't have problems. They for sure fucking do. They're very different than ours. Some are the same, but overall the people are actually way nicer, way happier, a lot more social. So my biggest culture shock wasn't going there. It was coming back because I went into a public space. I had to go to a grocery store and all of a sudden I stopped and I looked up and looked around and I was like, there's all these people in the same area and no one's talking to each other. Like what the fuck is going on? So I I really do think that the money chasing and the individualism and like the screens were always in front of us kind of done in some ways more harm than good to like the general population. Cause then you go see people who don't have that it's not like they don't have problems, but they do have community and groups that band together to solve them on a level that you, I've never seen in this country. Right. So that, that is very, very true. I mean, there's there's a lot to be, I, I, I mean, if anyone gets the chance, I highly encourage every American to travel abroad and not Europe. Like go to countries that don't speak English and that are not first world or even second world. Like go, go see how like a lot, the majority of the fucking world lives. It's very different. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Go see something real. Okay. Don't take a tour. Go, go down there and find a cabbie. That's got a little van and pay him like a hundred bucks for a day. Holy fuck. You'll have the best tour ever. That is facts. Yeah. I know when I, I actually, when I went over there, cause I got the, I was in school and I got the opportunity through my school and I dropped out of school as a result of the trip. Cause I'm like, how could I ever go back to an artificial classroom in some plastic ass desk, listening to bullshit from these fucking professors in some fluorescent lights with these little fucking dumb shits. When I just saw this, yeah, you're like, oh, this was okay. more educational and eye opening than anything you guys are going to fucking teach me. Like, so I actually dropped out after I went to Cambodia. I was like, that changed my fucking life. It's motivating. You're like, yeah. oh, oh, fucking, they get it done with this. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. I can go get it done. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, it's, it's just, there's something so, so wild and undomesticated about it. And I, like, I really am not. I know where the real elders from OCF are. Dragon's Gate in Washington. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea was at Dragon's Gate. Like, I guess they started. I think I have this correctly, but I think they might have started that as like a, we're going to do a dope festival, but not have it be the whole COVID, you need a vax to get in type of fuck shit. So I know that that she went there and loved it. I was already living in Tennessee at the time. 
that's fucking um, great. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of this of the of my little camp, right? Yeah, so it's just a fest, not like the fest. It's like there's 360 other days. So yeah, like that's the any artist that you know in the Northwest that want to do a thing, do a thing, make your money, <laughs> give me a cut later. <laughs> you know, I'm so loose on the like. Let's get her done. Let's fuck the yeah. If you rent the place, it's your rules, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Your rules. Yep, yep. A hundred fucking percent. Yeah, it's like I try to think. About it. bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I you have to like, say. Like, like Rhyme Wave is mad dope. And then there's another artist I know yeah. who goes by the name of Galaxy. And he is incredible to watch live. Like, you guys want to throw your own like hip hop weekend wherever, like tag it on to like some sh- big fucking name at the gorge or something that's come bringing the crowd through, right? And then boom. Yeah, off. that would actually be. I've actually per, my first show, my first live show was a uh, was a show on Galaxy's set actually. And you know okay. where I met him was at another festival. I met him on something called the Jam Cruise, where it, okay. it left out of Miami. We, and he he it was like an EDM cruise, huh? Like an EDM cruise or um, like a uh, so it's, it's not the EDM one. It's like jam bands. Oh, jam so band like, Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah like like bands like Lettuce are on it, and like a lot of like New Orleans like bands are there. Like it's just it is like the best music. Pretty Lights was on and it, and they got like three or four stages, right? Because there's a front end stage. And the oh, back. they have maybe fifteen stages. Just rolling, just it's and it's nonstop. It goes from noon to four a.m. And then it, it every single day. And so there's, it, it's constant. Like there's no way that you could see everything, but I definitely, I mean, it's, it's just also very amazing because you're on a boat with them. So when, when everyone's not you're on not the stage, playing. everyone's, everyone eats together, everyone kicks it together. We're all on the same boat, literally. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a very different experience. And it was like for a week, but we met there, discovered we were both from Oregon. You know, he was in Portland. I, I was in Eugene. And then he came through Eugene to do a show. He's like, hey, do you want to like do this with me or whatever? Because he had a song where there was a female vocalist on it and she wasn't with him. And I had never performed live outside of private settings. And I was like, okay, sure. That was my first time performing at a bar and it was with him. But he's amazing. He's he's so talented. Such a talented uh, artist. Hey, Easy Peasy popped in to say hi. Look Yay! at that. That's awesome. What's up, Mike? I love that shit. That's great. Easy fucking Peasy is in the house. I love it. Oh, everybody's showing up. It's great. Yeah. Okay. So you talked about the boat, right? And the and the just chaos of just all the music going and people around. It so, was so amazing. If you go back and listen to like the very first, like a year and a half ago after the first Squatch, I talked about a position that didn't exist but will in the future called cruise director, Julie McCoy of the festival. <laughs> but you got a clipboard and a whistle and a little hat and you get to like yell at anyone that has to do anything. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to talk to you about. Cause I think, yeah, cause it's a, uh, to wrangle talent, right, is a thing. You have to like get people on on time and try to like check in. You know all the big oh, fucking talent. <laughs> but <clears throat> and they get to be super fun. Uh, so yeah, that's what I want to talk to you about after. Uh, 
So I don't know. Oh, look, Chelsea. Oh, should, should we should we sign off? It. Uh, you got anything else you want to lay down to the crowd? Um, just thank you all much for being here. I fucking love everybody. Um, oh, I'm gonna type it in right now. Bandcamp. Huh? I'm gonna type it in the notes. Bandcamp. Oh and yeah, yeah. So if y'all want to find my yeah. music, you can look up Testimona on any platform. Um, uh, same with social media. If you want to hear my podcast, search anywhere for the Great Silencing with Testimona. On Telegram, my channel is the Great Silencing Uncensored. And then I have a music telegram as well called Testimony Music. Uh, but yeah, those are all, all the links are there. So yeah, I, I fucking posted a bunch of shit on Telegram on my uh, little uh, kind of red pill, uh, great silencing uncensored channel. So there's some good shit in there right now. <laughs> no. And then, okay, so this will be on YouTube too. So I think the live chat separate than the other chat. So drop in there and make it the first, just go drop your links in the first comment because everyone's going to go, oh shit, how do we get our links? Oh, that's a good, that's a, um, yeah. As soon as this is over, just go drop them in. Be, you'll be the one first or second comment and it'll always come up on top. Okay, so. sweet. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. If anybody is wondering about the spelling, uh, T E S S T A M O N A. Cause it, I know that it can be kind of oh, hard. To... I just spelled it wrong. Oh, oh yeah. Super, there we oh, go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Chelsea. Thank you, Chelsea. I'm a horrible Thank speller. you, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, I didn't pick a simple name, but I didn't even pick the name. Somebody na like named me and I was like, I think I'm going to change my artist name to that. Fuck it. Got coffee going out. Coffee. <laughs> okay. All right. Here, hold on. We're going to sign off. Okay. That's the end. Oh yeah. Buy some coffee. Oh yeah. The thing in the corner over there, whatever. Food forest farms is floating above my head. It's been scrolling across the bottom the whole fucking time. Buy some coffee peoples. Come on. All right. All right. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. See, no. <laughs>